This episode of the Last King podcast is brought to you by family. Family, because Paul Walker's dead. And we went right there. No, 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 no. Welcome to another revving episode of the Last King Podcast. The singer, we might be talking about something past and furious. But before we get there, yeah, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm your co-host, Mrs. Duffy, and I'm here with my co-host number two, Dr. Shafiq, and co-host number three, Eccentric Tom. Number three? I don't, I don't agree with this number. I, I think that's it's our just, lane, just, sir. Our lane. Oh, okay. lane. So lane. he's in yeah. lane one, I'm in lane two, you're in lane three. Okay. They're okay. all the same size. Toffee, this is going to be a very special race theme episode, especially with Fast and Furious. Can you give me one of your famous rolling stars? <laughs> Daytona! <laughs> Man, I miss that game so much. Well, with, okay, for all you old school arcade guys, of course we were talking about Daytona USA. But for all you new school movie God fans, got done, Jared Corner right there. <laughs> I think you all have Mario Kart for that shit now. I no, we have Need for Speed. We have the crew. We have all sorts of shitty. Okay. Forza Horizon, friend. Wait, oh, Forza Horizon, yes. Three, yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about that in the past episode. It's pretty lovely. It's lovely stuff. Well, that was a nice splattering and smuttering of an opening. Oh yes. <laughs> so today we're gonna have two very special segments. We'll be talking about uh, the recent announcements over at Nintendo Direct mm-hmm. for all our video game uh, fans and people of such. And in today's main segment, we're gonna be talking about the movie that dropped at. We're all surprised it's still going. Yes, yeah. we're gonna talk about Fast and Furious Eight. And if you're eight, wondering, eight entries. Jesus. Star Wars finally made it to eight, and they started in the seventies. Nineteen seventy-seven. It's been <laughs> exactly forty years since the first film. Whereas this movie came out in what ninety-nine, two thousand. You know, yeah. about the two. In less than period. twenty years, they hit eight. Okay, that's faster than any slasher movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Yes, um, if you're all wondering, why is The Last King talking about Fast and Furious? Because we're entering the slump, boys and girls. <laughs> there is literally nothing <laughs> else to talk about. Right now. Let's, let's not knock on those films. I mean, it actually got really, really interesting right after part four and part five, right? Uh, it became watchable after part six, I would say, when they said, we're not even going to try to regard physics anymore. We're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. I totally agree. The moment they decided to throw logic and physics out the windows when they're showing... I mean, the, the whole series just got way... I wouldn't even say interesting. I just say at least it's entertaining. Yeah, know? I mean, just before we get into the main thing, I just want to point out some fun trivia from Fast and Furious 6, oh, or whatever it's called, do Furious tell. 6. They worked out the length of the runway for that big scene at the end. It had to be 80 miles long plus to fit in how long they were on that fucking runway fighting on the jet and driving with the cars this is movie miles <laughs> or real miles actual miles actual like, miles you would see this runway from space if it was the actual length that they showed in this film is there anywhere or any country on this on this green earth that can accommodate an 80 mile runway well there are plenty but it's just thinking that what the point would what the hell would the point be because most can land in you know half a mile quarter of a mile but like that's only if you believe in like flat earth theory <laughs> another episode for another time <laughs> we'll save that you know with, yeah, yeah. For with now, special guest yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson's friend yeah for now we should actually switch back to something that is not 
totally grounded on reality. Switch back, much. sir. Okay, yeah, we love switching it. Back. Yes, Switch yes. back into gear. So back recently, Nintendo had this little showing of, of uh, new trailers, new announcements from this little video series they did, Nintendo Direct. It actually happened a few days ago by this time of pod- podcast recording. So the big announcement is basically Splatoon 2 and ARMS finally get release the release date. Yeah, yeah, finally. Like, they've actually been vague at you know announcing it. Like, when is it going to come out? The middle of the year, like summer or the end of the year, so so forth. But it's good to know. Good to good to know that you know there are actually games coming out more like in the middle of the year, just right after E3. Period. So it's not anymore just a Zelda game. A no, Zelda no, no, machine. no, it's not a Zelda game. It's um yeah. So the first one, of course, which I'm actually looking forward to, it's Splatoon, it's Splatoon 2. 2. Yes, yes. So what they've announced is the release date of. Hold on a sec. Probably oh, like a month from now, two months from now. It's actually July the twenty-first. Yeah, July. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's still a few months away. Yeah, yeah, still a few months, but people do not know what. The, apparently, the first game when it first came out, it was actually a surprise hit because people were not expecting a single-player game out of the multiplayer experiences. Well, no, really? no one, no one is expecting a shooter to come from a Nintendo property. A good shooter. Yeah, a good multiplayer really good, shooter. Yeah. I would agree with that totally. Yeah. Yeah. Where all the Japanese guys are dominating as we speak. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. yeah. Because you got like a little nice concept with like little alien like humans to transforming. I mean, not even that. Well. I mean, have you played Japanese people in other games like Overwatch or CSGO? They're nuts. They're nuts to fight They're aim bot ability. Jesus okay. Christ. Which are more terrifying, the Japanese or Korean pro gamers? Japanese. Yeah? Japanese. Like, I think about... They Korean, started it, right? I wouldn't I even believe. say that. I would say Korean pro gamers are very good at multitasking and, like, probably micromanagement. So the RTS kind of thing. Yeah, but, like, Japanese guys, like, because the thing is, their entire culture is, like, based around just being, like, just based around efficiency. Yeah. Like, f- doing the least possible movement or action to inflict the most possible damage. I mean, just look at their Street Fighter scene. Just look at their, like, uh, FPS scene. I mean, like, just look at the, the grand champion of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> a Japanese guy who uh-huh. can play with his eyes closed at, at like grandmaster speed. Isn't it randomly generated the blocks? How can you play it blind? They don't, they'll show you the blocks in the next block uh, column, oh, so but you don't see it drop. Oh, so he's <laughs> only looking at that. And he's, he's just looking at a blank. Look at the top and it goes down yeah, and, and, and when it day. hits the ground, then you see the block appear. There are videos, sir. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, and then when you see the Splatoon players playing, they're all like, there'll be like three of them at least having the paint roller. Basically, it's a melee weapon, one hit kill, covers a lot of area when you're painting. Because this isn't like a typical, um, you know, killing spree kind of game. Like, you know, not last man standing. It's like whoever paints the most area of the, with their team yeah, color yeah. wins. I mean, you have to gain ground, basically. It's gain all ground, about yes. uh, what you territories saying? except with paint. Mm. And so you can even shoot like from further away and stuff. You know, lose the sniper rifle and shoot paint on the other side. Uh-huh. Or have a giant roller to cover a lot of shit. But the thing is, having your own paint on the ground means you get to actually traverse faster when you're a squid. Mm, so you can have, and also hide as well. And I think also, right, this would be a perfect opportunity for all three last kings, right, to actually jump into a video game. And yes, yes. Yeah. Show you what we're made right? of. And yeah, you can yeah. actually do that for the latest mode they announced. Um, it's actually called Salmon Run. Uh, salmon, yeah. salmon. I know so it's uh, you Okay, four, four dudes have to actually collect, um, you know, like special gold eggs and stuff from salmon. Oh. They're basically mutant salmon coming up. So it's like horn mode from Gears of War 2. Oh, I see. Except in the Splatoon universe. 
Hmm. So four of them survive as long as they, as they can, get the most points. If they die, they tally all the points, and enemies come in waves, of course. I really want to know what the hell they're smoking up in Nintendo, because that shit sounds so good. I kind of want some of that too, but actually. You also have to understand, it's Japan. Like, it has to be that weird. Of course it has it, to. It, it's Japan, you know what I mean? You should not be like surprised by things like this anymore. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm just bathing in the weirdness. <laughs> and the... Yeah, I kind of like this idea. I mean, what else can they fight apart from octop- octopi? Of course! Yeah, salmon, what yeah. else? And these are like mutant monster things coming out. You got the big ones, cybernet with cybernetic shit, and they got the small ones that actually. Of course, of yes. course, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so much sense, right? Yeah, you know. Fuck me. Anyway, well, yeah, I believe there are also new weapons. They, I mean, they've already announced it. So you any got, more like, fish-based ones? Uh, more like a rocket launcher paint thing. Okay, more. Yeah. They don't have a rocket launcher in the first game, so I think they're just making it up. With this. area of effect damage, right? Yeah, basically mm. something that can kill you point blank, but also hurt you too. Maybe not so much friendly fire, but. It's nice to have. Basically. Okay, so even in a game like Splatoon, we have noob tubes. Good to yeah, know. pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I think that because they didn't know how they didn't want to give out all their best ideas yet in the first game. So the second one, yeah, let's just go all nuts. I believe that there's a parallel like with Gears of War One and Gears of War Two. I believe that's the same thing that's happening with Splatoon One and Splatoon Two. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, but you're. I think amongst the three of us, you're the number one Splatoon fan. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I was actually surprised. By person of elimination, because I've never played. Neither have I. Because <laughs> I, 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 like yeah. I missed out on that trade. When you get a Switch, yeah, you can play it July 21st. Dude, if I get a Switch, I'm going straight into Breath of the Wild. You know, I after surviving Mass Effect Andromeda, I need that nice palette cleanse. You need <laughs> something good to take away the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Look up for that episode. Fans Eventually. because, <laughs> yeah, because totally. that's the one where we never hear from him again. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So, so you mentioned was... another one, which yes. was ARMS, which I remember seeing when they did the big Switch announcement, and it was a beautifully weird Japanese commercial. So this is actually Nintendo's answer to Street Fighter, except in the 3D fighting Street kind of Fighter. Form. I wouldn't even say that because it looks like more a first-person shooter. Okay, okay. Actually, it's more like, it's more like Punch Out Plus. I was yeah, going to say, say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks like. What Punch Out would be now if Nintendo had their hands in it? And if everyone was Dalson, basically, in mm. Punch Out. Okay. So everyone's arms are all made out of like rubbery or springy things so that they can elongate your arms. Naturally. So they of can course. actually, basically, if some dude is like maybe 10 feet away, yeah, you can punch his face in. But you gotta remember how you, you know, throw your arms out because wind, wind resistance, actually, wind trajectory stuff has to be counted, you know, and stuff. Okay. So, so it sounds like right, if the place is windy, yeah, your arm might actually go. So it sounds like Punch Out meets Worms. In a way, yes. In a way, yes. That's a pretty good, uh, good thing. But is that the major gimmick where the compensate for all sorts of like distance, other dodging, everything? Basically, it's like Punch Out, but from a distance, and also up close if you want to. So if you're you far, if you're far enough, do you have to account for the curvature of the F as well? Yeah, the curve. <laughs> yes. Shout outs to five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So this is actually pretty interesting because I'm not sure if Nintendo's trying to build this as esports like Splatoon is. I don't think who so. Knows? Like who knows? Splatoon, I see esports uh, potential. Like, because I of the group by group dynamic, right? I think ARMS is probably their answer to that 
a very niche gimmicky game to really show off the capabilities of the movement control. But they already had that with one two switch, no? Yeah, but yeah that's is, all they have. But yeah. that's all they have. And but the thing is, one two switch like will left a bad taste in everybody's mouth because it was a sixty dollar tech demo. Which should have been a free game. Which should have yeah, it it should been, been a, a launch title. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and the thing is, right? Like, okay, now this is probably the game where we're gonna show off the technology. We're gonna show off how intuitive or how well it really works. You know, it's not just like flick physics, like. I mean, if you all remember the original Wii, like, remember how everybody, when they were playing bowling or tennis, they were, like, holding, like, the, the Wiimote as if it was a tennis racket. So right yeah. now, you actually have to hold the controller. And then it finally realized, oh, wait, you know, you can just flip yeah, it. Yeah, you can just flick it with your just as well. I'm not sure how the controls are, but I know when you move around left and right forward, that's all analog-based. Mm. But for the punching thing, you gotta press a button and maybe... Depending how you move your controller, like it goes to the tension. Well, it seems like a missed opportunity, uh, opportunity because you can definitely detach those Joy-Con controllers, right? Yeah. And yeah. you could definitely use them to be left hand, right hand. You can, yes, from what I've heard. But I mean, do you think this is going to be something competitive or just like? I mean, I love the fact that Nintendo has. It has, has too little of a roster for it to be competitive, to be honest. And but I, if they expand it, maybe to maybe twenty people. Well, who knows? and who if knows? it becomes a cult hit, they might start adding characters because. If it does work, if the mechanics are fun, then if it, it goes might the way of punch out, yeah, yeah. You know, it might be something. But I would say, I mean, I love the fact that oh hey, brand new IP, and not yeah. just another Zelda, not just another Mario. Yeah, something really brand new. Here's something you know, and it's kind of like tailored and uh, I would say optimized for the machine that it's gonna be played on. But at the same time, uh, do you kind of feel like uh, this seems a little bit? I wouldn't even say lazy, but I would be like, this seems like something obvious, like something they had to just create. I guess kind of yeah. so, but right. it does look kind of cool in a sense. I mean, you got a mummy guy who has like you know like tape for arms and stuff. I mean, I mean, got a spring I, nothing character. against the yeah. design and the aesthetic. You got like game. a person yeah. made out of ramen, basically. Mm. And yeah. she actually have a one of her hands into a dragon that shoots out lasers, I believe. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, right? exactly. Because since you know, Genji exists, so character from China, actually not even China, Japan. I don't know honestly why they call it. They call it noodle girl, not ramen girl. Noodle girl. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I think he's got a Chinese name, Mei Mei or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, Dragon Maybe. for an arm. So, <laughs> and yeah, just going to call her Noodle Girl. Like, who cares what her actual name is? Yeah, yeah. There you go. But, I mean, I would say this. like, um, These are the two so-called big announcements, right? So these are the tentpole games for Nintendo. The, the most anticipated ones according to their marketing team and according to Nintendo's But is this company. for the year or for up till like, the holiday season? Yeah, this year, this year. Yeah, these games, okay. So I forgot to mention ARMS, the release date. It's around June 16th. And uh, okay. the other one? June 16th. Uh, Splatoon is July 21st. Okay. That's the middle of the year stuff. So it's literally... Well, I guess so literally after E3. Like, E3 is like the first That's week. That's a very strange release window, I would say. It's, just after E3. It's the mid-school holiday period where maybe these kind of games might sell. Yeah. Because kids yeah. are playing it. No, but the thing yeah. is, like, usually Nintendo makes bank around the Christmas period. So, I mean, this is my prediction because I think this is what they need to show for Nintendo Direct. Yeah. E3 is just around the corner and uh, Nintendo has announced that they will have a presence they E3. may have stuff announced especially that new Mario game I'm gonna, yeah exactly I'm gonna call it okay the thing is this is for your June July for people who are kind of like weaning off uh, Zelda oh, and they, they, the need, wild, yeah. they need something to play until the eventual Mario Switch game which is probably the end of the year that drops this December and it will definitely push consoles no, because I don't see any other reason to get an Xbox One. And what, what's coming up for PS4 basically this year? 
Crash Bandicoot Insanity Trilogy. Oh yeah, they're remaking that fucking yeah. game. And yeah. I'm, I'm actually buying that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but me. that's the thing, though. There's no there's huge no major triple console release for PS4. That's the thing. Wait for E3. Yeah, kind of have to announce yeah, this shit, a, man. That's a long, dry period because I'm trying to think of what is a big release. We've just had Persona, and next it's I don't know Shadow of War, and that's August. And yeah, Shadow of War is coming on PC as well. Yeah. So I mean it's not def it's not the exclusive title. There is a game called Days Gone, I believe. It's a zombie it's the one they showed out last oh, year. It yeah. looks like an interesting game. Lo it looks fun because it looks like you're basically playing Daryl from The Walking Dead. Uh, there's too many zombie games coming out. I mean, but this one looks through. good because there's actually a horde of zombies and it looked kinda. So terrifying. did Dead Rising three and four and uh, Yeah, but that was silly. This one feels a little bit more grounded. I, I would say like like silly, it's like Left 4 Dead but really ramped up, right? You know, yeah. like you, they're really minimizing your ability to escape or you know, survive situations. Yeah, I mean, the vertical slice looks good, but then again, it's a vertical slice. Yeah. And I still mm. remember Col Colonial Marines. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll just wait till the actual game comes out, like Days Gone. So. Yeah. Not, so, not, but it's good that actually the company, the, the, the people who used to make Winback back in the day, are coming back to do this game. It's kind of cool. Like an old, old legacy company and an old legacy guys. You guys and your back in the days, yes. my god. <laughs> no, but we digress. So, I mean, what other announcements were there during uh, the There's Switch? actually quite a lot of other games, but not as prominent as the other two I mentioned. But so, I don't think they're showing a lot of love for 3DS and the, like, the handheld games. Right? I believe like, so. There's an RPG. Okay, I can go down list by list and say if it's something you like or not. Okay. So, Battle Chasers, Night War for Switch. Not familiar what with is that, that at all. It's actually uh, based on the Joe Ma Matt comic back then. Okay. He did this comic for six issues and then he had a lot of other shit to do so he couldn't finish it. Mm -hmm. So this is the continuation of that comic. Okay. Back what, in the 90s. What is it? Uh, it's a fantasy. Basically, it's Joe Madura doing Final Fantasy VII. Joe Madura okay. is the guy who did the Darkstalkers games, right? Uh, yeah, no, Darkstalkers. Um, Darksiders. Darksiders, my bad. Yeah, oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, he's that's Darkstalkers. Very specific that's that, that, that's making me perk up ever so slightly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's from Vigil Studio. That's... Joe Mad Studio. So mm -hmm. now he split off to this company called Airship Something Studios, mm -hmm. and he's doing this Battle Chasers. I mean, world. I would love to see Joe pull off like a Warhammer game because like the aesthetic matches his style. Perfectly. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. totally yeah, yeah. Well, Dawn of War Three is nearly out. I think they're doing beta stuff now. Are you interested in that at all? Fuck no. No. <laughs> you don't like Dawn of War Three? I don't care for Warhammer whatsoever. <gasps> You're one of those guys, huh? <laughs> I mean, the fantasy shit is, oh, let's just do the map of the world and then slightly change the names. And we have space marines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are we really We're switching it back and forth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, I actually did like Dawn of War, but that can be another talk for another day. Yeah, we're digressing. So, yeah, yeah. Ne so next game, NBA Playgrounds. It's basically NBA Jam. I care not for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Says the white man in the corner. <laughs> Says the Englishman, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's members in the uh, some fans in the Philippines who really love basketball. How about you, Shafiq? Were you a fan of the NBA Jam? Back of in the day? course, I love NBA Jam. It this was might be the NBA Jam comeback, except in a different name, of course. Really? I mean, what's the difference? I mean, there's so much difference. Honestly. Do, we, do we still have big head mode? Do we have like you know? They already have big heads by default. Do, so... you have, do we have hidden characters from all combat? <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional. Can I play? Thing. Can I play as Bill Clinton again? <laughs> hey, you know that was the one game you could play as one of the DC boys, Mike D, if I recall. Mike D? Yes. Mm, I don't remember that, that NBA. I mean, yeah. I remember tournament edition. Tournament edition. Oh, oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, NBA Jam has to come back. You yes, know, but yes. the thing is, like the NBA license is pretty much. I guess for it's now, wrapped up tight now, especially with EA, right? Yeah. I mean, EA is the go-to guys. I mean, so it's interesting that. The Nintendo manages to get 
another NBA license game, though it can't be called Gem. Then again, playgrounds, playgrounds. Does does a claim still exist? No, they don't. No, 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 no. It's a mid, it's a midways. Two like, K has the whole basketball license thing, I believe. So, it could oh, so they it. can't call it Gem. This yeah, they, they can't call it Gem. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the amount of money these guys will make if they just called it Gem. You know yes. what I mean? Everybody's waiting for that. Maybe it's just just say a Jamtastic experience, and then our parentheses around the Jam. <laughs> That, that could work. That the the opportunity for Tomia is like, you should have called it NBA Preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next game. The uh, next game, sir. RPG Maker Fest for what? the 3DS. Oh, for the 3DS. Yeah. Which I don't understand because I can see why RPG Maker works on the PC because you actually have, you know, a console and you have a keyboard and you have a mouse so you can actually do shit. You can program it, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do with a 3DS? You have you to stencil the shit in. Do shit in, you know. Yeah, if this is true, then that would just stencil the shit. Well, the latest 3DS is kind of bigger than usual, I guess. The XL margin. or the one after the XL, right? After yeah. the XL, after the XL. So maybe that can work for that kind of market. But it's, I didn't actually play around a bit of RPG Maker, but I do know a lot of my friends who do. And they kind of want to have this kind of things on the no, go. I have some especially. experience in RPG Maker because I kind of bought a bundle on Steam or something. Wouldn't you rather of do it on the go? No, not at all. Because the thing is, like, maybe I would say this, right? If this was an extension of the console version, which I doubt will ever happen because Nintendo and PC are yet to get along. Mm. But I would imagine this. Imagine if you could, say, put something together in, like, RPG Maker Studio on Steam or on, on your PC. And then you just port it over to your DS to test it yeah you know and then you have some sort of like error logs or some sort of console to kind of like tweak, do tweaks you probably would have to get a mod to do that to probably you might because yeah. Nintendo just hates everyone else you have to share <laughs> the with. Yeah. can't really do that on the 3DS now can I mean, you I'm, I'm curious as to what this is I mean it could be a super dumbed down streamlined version of what I'm used to but at the same time I'm, I'm pretty sure there is a small scene of people who love to create RPGs on a Mobile device. That yeah, I'd like to meet. Stylus. I'd like to meet all three of these people. <laughs> <laughs> They're the developers. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're on the RPG front. Um, Cloud Set Revolt. Does that game ring that, a ring? That a rings ring a bell. Yeah. that rings around the rosies. So <laughs> okay. So so okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry, Tom. So it's actually a game where it combines board games and card games and Oh, uh, okay. So, so basically, you have characters on the board going around killing dudes on the board. So like Carcassonne, but. Yeah, but more Japanese. Carcassonne. Is that how you pronounce it's it? It's Carcassonne. Carcassonne. You're still English. It's a, <laughs> it's a French word. And then you've got, got cards to actually determine what, what enemies, what, what you can use to fight these dudes and everything. And right. you got the die to, you know, determine how many spaces you can move. On the 3DS. Yeah, on the 3D. Oh. Yeah, 3DS, 3DS, yes. Well, that, that actually could work. That I, would can, definitely I can work, see yeah. that because. It's a multiplayer the, game, that's for sure. Because they have that. Stylus touchscreen thing where and I the guess dual screen the thing yeah, yeah. yeah. that could work totally no, I see the 3DS is like probably one of the perfect platforms to have multiplayer like board games for RPGs in general too yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I could s- actually I would love to see someone do a D&D like RPG on the 3DS I think that could really work Thanks. you have the game thing and then you have your character sheet or the map there was a game that slightly did that except without the DM though oh. um, Crimson Shroud Yatsunori no, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, Yasui Matsuda. That, that is very... That guy. That guy who Very did. similar to the D&D... Uh, how do you say The it? D&D Mechanics. experience. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But still with, with that nice, lovely Japanese layer on yeah. top. So there's another RPG that's also coming out on 3DS, I believe. Uh, Disgaea 5. Fucking yes! Yes! I've been waiting for another Disgaea. I've heard of Disgaea. I 
Don't oh no, sorry, Switch, Switch, not 3DS. This guy on the oh, Switch, Switch, even better. <laughs> now yeah, it's have, also portable too. Now we way. have another RPG. Well, it's still technically portable. a handheld either yeah. way. Yeah, I guess so. It could be a handheld. Handheld. Hand well. Yeah, handheld. Handheld it to your controller. I mean, if you like playing games for two hours on the bus, sure, because battery <laughs> life sucks. Fuck me. Yeah. yeah, but then again, this Gaia Five. Uh, are you looking forward to this, Mister Toffee? Yeah, if I can find the time. I'm already on Persona still. You're still on that Persona. I mean, you totally reviewed totally. it already. I know, I know, but I kind of want to see side quest it right way to the end. You yes. want, you want to get all those side quests out yeah, there. Yeah, right? I mean, now it's already because of work and stuff. I think I've already clocked in 60 hours after the 50 hours I played. Which is on. like a healthy like only 10% or 20% of what else is to come. I think I am actually. 70% done so okay so only another 40 hours left for you I to guess do. so I guess so Jesus yeah. Christ. story gets really good but anyway anyway yeah shout so out to previous episodes yes <laughs> so next title Team Kirby Clash so uh -huh. it's basically a four player Kirby beat em up it's Kirby Kirby, Kirby. Smash Kirby's yeah Smash Kirby's fighting so it'll just be four people in. swallowing each other for an entire game yeah for shout much. out to our porn star or Power Ranger segment <laughs> <laughs> Different yeah. kind of swallowing stuff. So this game has a really interesting uh, payment mechanic. You actually play for free first wait, wait. on the 3DS. When you say interesting, you mean evil, right? Yeah, evil, yes. <laughs> so it's Mario Mario Runner on the 3DS. Yeah, but I believe that system was fair because you paid 10 bucks for the whole damn game anyway. Or was it 5? I forgot. It was, Mario it was, Runner? It was 10. It was Mario 10. Runner. And you had to be connected to the internet to play. All the time. Because <laughs> fuck you, mobile consumer. games. Because mobile we games. need your data too. Yeah. Nintendo wants to know what your dating habits are. <laughs> it's mobile games. It always has to be online most of the time. Anyway. This isn't. This isn't 2000. Every unnecessary. This is 2010 patch. anymore, though. So. For every time Android decides to flake out, and you need to patch that shit again. That too. That too. Yeah. And also putting in new shit. No, but I'm sort of kind of looking forward to like I think Nintendo kind of announced that this would be the year of Kirby or something along those lines. No, uh, I'm not like, sure. There was a no, whole this, slew this is just of... a small game though. This is like Nintendo trying out their free-to-play model again, except they call it free to. But in their own ecosystem, free to start. start first, yes. Free to start and then pay to complete. Well, yeah, pay, to, pay to complete maybe. Remember, the... so they're now a crack dealer. Remember back but, in the day when family-friendly <laughs> crack dealer. Oh, even better. <laughs> I mean, remember back in the day when we used to call this shareware? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Just this is how the Kirby are. shareware edition. Fuck, yeah. you know? Give us money, get the rest of the game. But free to start, I guess it sounds sexier for marketing. They probably got bonuses just coming out with that. Boners or bonuses? Bonuses, both. both probably probably both. both. Yeah. yeah. Bonus, bonus. Yeah, there you go. Bonus, bonus. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. no, I mean, I think they also announced a slew of other Kirby re-releases or remastered versions. That was last year. That was last year? And the year before. Oh, I thought... I, I Everything just melds together after yeah, a while. Does, yeah, you know, like, oh, we need more Kirby games. Okay, you know. Sure. Epic Yarn? Sure, let's do that again. Yeah, uh, there was one on the Wii U that didn't work out that well because you actually had to play looking at the screen but you had to look at your... Wii tablet because you don't know where the hell you're drawing so like that. every other fucking Wii U title you're talking about <laughs> yeah I guess so <laughs> oh, uh, the game of cognitive oh, dissonance you know yes. like you know, look at your hands now look at the screen now yes. look at your friend back 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 and forth <laughs> back and forth so next game which I'm not sure if you guys are into it Monopoly for the Nintendo fuck yes <laughs> finally a game I recognize <laughs> well, okay. so well, it is basically the same kind of game that you played on the board Mr. Toffee Mr. Toffee can I play as a hat? <laughs> yes, you can. And you can play as a T-Rex too. As a T-Rex? Yes. Can I be a T-Rex with a monocle? <laughs> no monocle for this oh, one. Wasted up a one out of ten. You still get a car. You still get a car. Can, you, you can a T-Rex ride the car? Oh. 
And now, you're, you're teaming up, I guess. And sure. added bonus, if you're playing, you know, with multiple switches together, you can now throw your switch at the person who just... <laughs> in your face. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you built a hotel there, you fuck. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> yeah, oh, so wow. it's going to follow the same mechanics. I believe this is still Hasbro thing, right? Because Hasbro owns... No, Parker Brothers. It's Parker Brothers. Oh, Hasbro, Hasbro owns Transformers, uh, okay? Another... And most other titles. And G.I. Yeah. Joe and the yeah, other... Yeah, of the coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that sucks to hear louder. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be basically like four players or probably more on the same switch, and everyone just plays on one controller. It all works out. Is there a monopoly for the iPad where four people can play? Uh, don't know. There's one on the Xbox. I know that much. Yeah. I think there's one on the PlayStation. Isn't that strange that this we might see... be the second best thing that can work out because having a portable Wii out, hopefully using less battery. Bring it out with nice screen. Yeah, good luck Have with that. Have you actually played a game of Monopoly, sir? It doesn't. It, Not, yeah, it doesn't last long. two hours. It doesn't last two hours. It lasts three hours and then everyone else leaves because one person's winning. Like fuck y'all. Yeah, I think I had an entire afternoon during high school just for Monopoly. It's insane. Yeah. How many friendships did you lose that day, sir? Uh, I think all four of them. <laughs> Out of the four he already had. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very lonely yeah, it was a very, it was a very lonely period. Good thing I'm graduating. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Anyway, what else has been announced, sir? Uh, I think that's all the major stuff. I mean, Mario Kart Deluxe, they didn't have to mention that. Oh, there's a new Mario Kart game? Yeah. Is I it? mean, it's not new. It's actually part eight. But what? For, but They're for re-releasing Switch. the last Mario Kart. Yes. Yes. Nintendo <laughs> now it's coming out end of April deluxe their version of game of the year edition does mm-hmm. it have all the DLC and all the tracks? everything yes so all like, the package like if you already own this then no reason. yeah you're fucked yeah. <laughs> see that's the thing I don't like about Switch all the stuff that I bought for Wii U not gonna be transferable well somehow. you know it's Nintendo they like to just screw you over remember the NES classic which they released yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, it's not being made anymore. Because <laughs> not for your major consoles. We bored. Your major consoles they actually have like a backwards backwards compatibility of sorts. No on the switch they don't. Not, not the switch, switch, not the switch. Because this is the first time they're doing that, like they think Because Assist. they're starting to learn what Sony and Microsoft did ten years ago. Like, oh that was a good idea. Let me copy that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo has been the whole backwards compatibility thing for like GameCube or even the Game Boy Advance era. Mm-hmm. Or even longer than that, even. I mean, like two DS games could be played on three DS and vice versa and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, you lose the three uh, the three D functionality. Yeah, but who used the three D version? Exactly. Are you use it once? Go. Oh, that's cool. And go. Oh, it hurts my eyes. That's it. That is the back. perfect function to show your friends who don't know th- own a three DS. Like, look what this can do, and that's all. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to care after that. Yeah. But this is basically a higher processor for better games to get made I suppose yeah. so I mean I think we can basically wrap up this segment but yep. any other th- I mean anything that really caught your attention or what you're really looking for anything yeah. that you think was missing nothing yeah. was pretty nothing was actually missing so far from what I've heard I mean what the thing is basically what I kind of want is like a Mario or a Donkey Kong or a, maybe that new Suda51 game that it you know what sort is, of announced what is missing where the fuck is Metroid yeah, oh, they're man. still recovering from other M, unfortunately. No, but that's like two generations ago. We can move on from that. Like, even if you just do a 2D slash 2.5D, like, you know, old school platformer in the vein of Super Metroid, you know, especially for the 3DS, if not for the Switch. But, I mean, come on, like, the guys who did uh, the Metroid Prime series, you know, I'm pretty sure they can still be hired. Yeah, yeah they, they, actually did, they actually did the last two Donkey Kong Country games. You know, yeah. They, they, those are really yeah, good. Yeah, even Donkey Kong. I mean, like, for me, what I'm really looking forward to or what announcement I was, like, kind of hoping for is, like, hey, I want, it, I want more Star Fox, actually. 
You, you got one last year. It wasn't that good. I know. Uh, but yeah. it's like, you can try again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there will be a new Metroid being announced. Or uh, maybe a new E3, Kid Icarus. Maybe. E3 2020, I think. I guess. No, this year. This year. this year is the year that Seamus gets back her groove. Okay, well. I think so. Alright, well, gets a groove back. Sorry, what did I say? Drinks on me if that happens. Drinks on you if it doesn't. Uh, so I'm looking forward to whatever you buy me. Okay, okay. Alright, so I think that more or less wraps up what we want to talk well, about Nintendo I kind of want to add yeah. one more thing oh, above up. all that okay I mean I sat down and watched the entire Nintendo Direct uh, announcements you know, via YouTube and all the other you know available sources right uh, I just want to ask I mean you especially Mr. Toffee how much do you miss Iwata-san? Uh, quite a lot actually but the, the, the band's gotta move on unfortunately it felt so di- weird without him telling us yeah, what's coming with up yeah him right? like doing his hand motions with and the banana <laughs> Mario cap just being like and him and Miyamoto having all these little bromance little videos right yeah yeah teaming up together <laughs> and stuff for those but of you listening I'm playing a tiny little violin right now for how could you uh, tribute to Mr. Iwata-san yeah, yeah no, it, peace, it's sir. very tragic but apparently people love the new director apparently he was he, he, has to, he has to be in your face someone has to replace but I mean why I brought this up is because this dude has gigantic shoes to fill of course literally no, and like the thing is give him a year give him a year who knows I, I mean I would, I would say like his personality and like the way he it seems that he's running the company it seems pretty positive but at the same time he doesn't have those blockbuster releases like in his like you know in his back pocket I think they're just saving it for E3 I mean I know I've been saying that like a which is strange like a broken record because that's the first time they're saving anything for E3 in about 5 or 6 years and it's not going for the last 3 what was the last thing they announced was it uh, oh Wii Music or something yeah something like that that was a long time ago remember that debacle (laughs) the videos they did they did show off in the Nintendo Direct during E3 it's mostly Legend of Zelda stuff as well Mm -hmm. yeah and a lot of other Wii U stuff before the Switch got announced yeah, back when they were still cock-teasing for the next Zelda. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now they actually release it, now they say, okay, stop asking us about Zelda, please. Yeah, they already got one this year. Yeah. Be happy, you peons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, then, maybe uh, we can just wrap this up, you know? So, I mean, hey, Last King fans, tell us what you think. Were you paying attention to Nintendo Direct? What games are you looking forward to? Or what do you feel that you know, Nintendo kind of, like, you know, dropped the ball and forgot to announce? You know, let us know. Find us on our Facebooks and on our Twitters and on our, we also have an Instagram account at Last King Podcast. Okay, you can also you know come to our website at thelastking.net and also don't forget you know you can comment and uh, talk to us directly on our SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah, you know? leave so, us a nice review. Talk you know, to your friends. Tell us, tell everyone about us, and let us know. Our next segment we're gonna be talking about Fast and Furious Eight. Room, 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 indeed. We'll see you after this. you my friend and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again we've come a long way from where we began oh I'll tell you all about it when I see you again when I see you again damn oh no all the planes we flew good things we've been through and we're back back indeed fam and we're gonna talk about the biggest family film of the year <laughs> Fast and the Family Furious 
I believe, yeah, yeah. So this is now the eighth iteration of the film as we speak. There's been eight of these. Yes, yes. Now, it, now the first three, they've, they were kind of grounded in reality. No, I don't no, know. Kind of, kind of, kind of, before it went insane with part five, six, seven, and so forth. Now, back in the day, like in about around the 2000 time, we don't know, I mean, we know Vin Diesel, we know Paul Walker has like, once they team up doing this car racketeering shit, it's like, yeah, they're just... Would they, who, who, who would have thought that these guys would actually go on to be together as like best buds and shit up till you know until I mean, yeah. anyone who's seen Point Break would have known that was gonna happen but okay, I guess here's so, I guess something so. I really wanna bring up because like to me uh, Vin Diesel is this generation's I would say Arnold Schwarzenegger where he can't for better really, or worse for better or for worse you know and, but here's the sad thing about Vin Diesel he's actually a pretty decent actor I mean yeah, his yeah. debut was in Saving Private Ryan oh yeah and he was actually quite tragic in that film yeah. he was in Find Me Guilty right an amazing that movie good. that introduced us no it wasn't was Find Me Guilty no, I think it was it's uh, one where he ratted out on the mafia not just that got, I mean uh, like Peter yeah. Dinklage as a lawyer yeah I mean brilliant movie well acted and of course probably one of the best I'm not say best most underrated sci-fi uh, franchises yes, with yes. the Riddick series absolutely yeah, you know. Pitch Black oh, my Pitch god Black, fucking amazing the Good sequel is alright you know Chronicles of Riddick right yeah, yeah and then but then just Riddick afterwards was apparently a pretty solid film which nobody went to see because yeah because people would rather see him in a car <laughs> yeah well, and that actually makes uh, also right which company did Fast and Furious it's Universal it's Universal makes it, makes it a lot of money yes. oh, you know they're under the sort they of, gotta so go, they gotta go branch to the bank uh, No, it's Comcast. Com- oh, ooh, Comcast. Uh, yes, yes. So Comcast yes, we have nothing but nice things to say about <laughs> the Fast and the Furious Eight. Yeah. God. And I believe the Fast and the Furious film were the ones that actually killed off any chance of Universal doing something as avant-garde as Scott Pilgrim, I guess. Was it? Well, what killed off Scott Pilgrim was no one went to see that movie. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they also was another reason. You remember Del Toro at one time wanted to do in the Mountain of Madness. But because of the Fast and Furious thing going on and the fact that Scott Pilgrim bombed, that project got cancelled. And also, Guillermo del Toro hasn't sold a movie well since... Probably Hellboy 2. I mean, Pacific Rim was decent. It was decent, but it only made its money six months later. It lost to an Adam Sandler movie, right? Grown Ups 2 or something, right? Yeah. Shout out to our conversation between breaks. Yeah, Yeah, overseas. But overseas is it very well, because, you know, Mecca's... So, obviously, we're talking about Fast and Furious 8 or Faith of the Furious, if you're not Asian. Faith? 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 You gotta have faith. Faith? Faith? No. Faith of the Furious. Faith of the Furious. Because, apparently, Americans just love putting numbers into their words. Okay, I'll be asking the really, quote-unquote, deep questions. The deep questions. Is there a tank in this? There is a tank. tank And they actually get to use this tank. For the first time ever, there's actually <laughs> okay. a whole scene where Ludacris—I don't know who, what his name is—in Chris, Chris Bridges, something. Chris Bridges. Does it matter? It's Ludacris. Okay, Ludacris. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ludacris. sir, but his official title is Grammy Award-winning recording artist, Chris Bridges. Ludacris. <laughs> there will always be Ludacris. To yeah, but there's a whole scene where he goes, "Yo, we got a tank this time. The mm-hmm. tables have turned because you know no one can talk normally in this." Sh- 
I, I love they this. have to shout all the lines? Of course they do. <laughs> Unless you have a news on you have to go. Remember <laughs> when he was trying his damnness to be a serious actor? He was in like Crash or Traffic? Crash, Crash. He was in Crash. Yeah, he was he was trying his very best. That's when he dropped the ludicrous uh, the, the, the ludicrous moniker. That just sounds so normal when I say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> his ludicrous, like, ludicrous, ludicrous <laughs> moniker. <laughs> his ludicrous, I guess. Ludicrous. He yeah. wanted to go to the... No, I have crash. to admit, I'm a big fan of the ludicrous, you know. I really like the word of mouth uh, album when it came out. I mean, he was one of the guys in the forefront of the dirty south hip-hop movement but okay here i mean but remember him in crash remember how good he was behind the wheel of a car mm-hmm. apparently that's what he's gonna do for the rest of his life hey is he still doing any rapping nah not in this day and age i don't know i think yeah. he's also it's, so, it's fine if he only has to work once every three years good for him i guess you know i'm a bit jealous that he gets I don't know, 8 million to jump into a car and just be him. No, not only jump into a car, sir, but also to hack a satellite, also to kind of hack a nuclear submarine. While inside the tank. Or, or, it, or, no, no, no. No, sir. <laughs> or to shout out Tyrese Gibson, because I'm sure everyone loves the chance to shout out Tyrese. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, another question. All right, so we've seen the trailers like a few months ago that uh-huh. said, oh, is going to betray his team and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dominic's heel turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how... How well does Vin Diesel act, or is it like just him deciding a face? He's the same guy, God. (laughs) He's the same guy, although I will say this is the first time we've seen him try to act in about five or six years, Mm. and he almost pulls it off. I mean, (laughs) not when his former lover gets shot in the head. For some reason, he... Oh, by the way, boys and girls, spoiler alert. But I don't think you come to Fast and Furious for the story, that's for sure. No, you don't? Okay. (laughs) Or the acting. Okay. (laughs) Spoiler alert, the blonde chick from the fifth film gets shot in the head. But the looks he gives her... And now again, spoiler alert, when he looks at his son, because apparently... That's the reason. That's the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, that's the reason why he betrays him because because the big villain played by Charlize Theron in her least trying role ever. It's amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean Academy Award winner (laughs) Charlize Theron, (laughs) famous for such films as Monster and My Max Fury Road, comes the most bored-looking woman (laughs) I've ever seen. I think even in Reindeer Games, she actually gave a shit. Was she in Reindeer Games? Yes. Yes, she was. (laughs) Back in the day. She's old then. How dare you, sir. Have you seen her? 70s. Have you? No, it wasn't. She's so hot. It was very late 90s. Have you not seen her in Devil's Advocate, sir? Oh, amazing yeah, nipples, my Amazing friend. film, amazing <laughs> film. That's amazing bush too, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that goes without saying. But I digress. And that goes our female audience once again. Shout Jesus out to Christ. Porn Stars and Power Rangers and our no and, and bestiality <laughs> and all of our regretful past. No, but, but, but for the few female f- uh, fans we still have listening, Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for sticking around. Thanks for giving us a chance. All right. So, so yeah, she does, she's doing this for the paycheck, obviously. Yeah, obviously. She, she's definitely the weakest part of this film. But honestly, really, you, yeah, you say Charlize Theron. She is the weakest element. So okay. who else was weak, uh, Dude, I'm gonna go off on Jason Statham in a bit, but right now I'm gonna have, uh, you know, I'm gonna pass the conch to Tom, and I want him to tell me why. Not say why, but like, how badly did Charlize Theron do? How badly did she phone it in? Well, it's just that she just she looks like she had a stroke on both sides of her head, and so her face <laughs> is covered in this, in this dour, like downward facing look. Like Th- those immaculate exotic heard, features. Yeah. Have you heard about fate? 
Fate's inescapable. No matter where <laughs> you go. Dude, Tom, I think you're actually putting more effort in that line. Than I know. <laughs> I should be casting this fucking series for over this woman. And she's called Cypher, I believe. That's supposed to be a joke. Like, oh. No, no. I don't know. I mean, Tom, would you agree? Either this is like the smartest name ever or the most blatantly yeah. obvious. Either it's a scriptwriters having this rare, shining, brilliant, full fall breaking moment like, oh, we're going to call a boring character Cypher. Or they just thought, oh, that sounds like a hacker name. <laughs> and then they presented uh, the script and went... Like Decipher? Or it's like, Cypher? is George Miller calling me back? No. no. Okay, I'm going to just yeah. do this, I guess. Where, where, when is it? I need that other toilet in my mansion. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I need to do some landscaping on my garden. I might as well get a bit more extra money in. Yep, yep. But aside from that, okay, I'm going to put it plain straight. This film is fucking stupid, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking the fun kind of stuff, no, right? Is, it is gloriously stupid. It is brilliant. <laughs> There's so many elements. I, I don't know where to begin. Should I begin with James Johnson is now a fucking superhero? where he rips off a concrete bench and starts lifting it in a dick measuring contest no, with Jason Statham. Movie, what was the movie where he actually stomped through the ground of a building? That was the last one. Wasn't that was, the last that one. was, but he was kind of... I weak. lost track, man. Oh, but whatever. That's why where also there are three dudes in riot gear where he shunts through a door and they bash against the back room. He lifts up Clint Eastwood's son and pins him against a wall. I don't think he did that, did that in like the WWE era. He couldn't carry a small dude in WWE. But now, I don't know, maybe he got, he's got the venom coursing through his veins or whatever the fuck is the reason for this, but he punches a dent in into like a metal like box or something into, no into one of those uh, big uh, carriers you see on the back of trucks or oh in the shipping God. containers on a shipping crate so are they superheroes now I guess I think it's just him I think it's yeah. just him the rest of them seem a bit fallible or shall we talk about how apparently if you just park a car in front of explosion it stops the entire force <laughs> and the fire and the debris. We're, we're talking about the very last shot of the movie. Yeah, this <laughs> film is... Where a nuclear submarine blows up and through the power of family and cars, uh, uh, Vin Diesel doesn't get burnt to a crisp. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this, yeah. Or apparently it's perfectly fine for Michelle Rodriguez to wear a tank top and a light leather jacket in sub-zero temperatures. <laughs> And not, not become a shivering. fucking popsicle. <laughs> not shivering. I mean, I think that's one thing I want to say about the Fast and Furious Part 8 is that it, at every opportunity, it just wants to test your intelligence and your patience. And at the same time, you know, like, this, it, as, as stupid as it is, I actually still kind of enjoy it. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was amazing. And... You know what helps is that you can tell that apart from Shelley's Throne, everyone is having a really good time. You can't see it through the acting though, apparently. Well, the, they I may mean, have the same kind well, of Well, I mean, they're not good actors, let's put it that way. Oh, it's an amazing collection of not so good actors and Academy Award winning actress <laughs> Shelley's Throne. Also, Academy Award winning actress. Dane Kalamiran, yeah. who has the best fucking cameo Wait, what, of what any... What the hell is she doing in the film? She plays Jason Statham's mom. It's, <laughs> oh it's fantastic, it's brilliant, because there's a scene where Toretto has turned, but he's still trying to find a way out, so he manages to... So it's to, a double-double cross, Yeah, right? so he manages to escape, and he meets with this woman, and it's a voice, which I kind of recognize, like, ah, there turns. And then it's this, the woman who's got Academy Awards, BAFTA wins, played the Queen, and she's there in this fake fur coat, this big hat, 
crappy ass makeup and is going you go until I finish my tea and I'm fucking thirsty wow. it's like wow <laughs> just beautiful hamming it up and you can tell she's having the she's, time of her life she's a good sport <laughs> Miss, sure. Mr. Oliver as an Englishman yourself yes how accurate was that Cockney accent it was a pretty good <laughs> Cockney accent I have to say you heard it here <laughs> yeah mine isn't so good obviously because I'm from the wrong part of the country and I haven't trained so, so he gets the Cockney it, yeah. seal of approval <laughs> Don't ask me, but... <laughs> I'll ask the Cockney friend if I ever meet one. Yeah, but, you know, when Statham is in the same scene and they're talking, it's like, okay, it sounds kind of the same, and... But Jason Statham doesn't have a Cockney accent, does he? Yeah. That's a Cockney accent? That's a Cockney accent. I thought there's a Jason Statham accent. <laughs> I am Jason Statham. I, I kick through windows and all... He is from East London. I'm That's f- how they talk. I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> You oh, gotta be a bit more wispy though. You sound more I'm like Jason a, one of those scenarios. I'm either in a car windows. holding a gun or I'm talking over the edge of my mouth. Well, anyway, how is he? In, <laughs> how is he in this film? He was, I mean, he was a bad guy. He's right? great. The he, last one? he was a bad guy, and then you find out that actually it was because it's the same reason why Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, is playing the heel in this film. It's because of Cipher. She's got fingers playing little puppet master which is the laziest I mean this is the dude who killed Hart yeah if you don't recall and they're like oh you got twisted around the finger like I did we cool now even though you killed my best friend it is the weakest enemy of my enemy like you know the reason the reason yeah Yeah. and he's allowed to sit at the family table at the end of the film because apparently that's how they cap off every Fast and Furious film now but like (laughs) do you recall in the scene when they're all working on like their cars together and then he and like The Rock are literally like you know I'm still gonna kick your ass oh you're gonna kick my and, and then they start they, laughing like the, the, friends the little yeah. like bro smile they have with each other oh, they should just kiss <laughs> yeah <laughs> although once again Statham has one of the best scenes in the film where it's him playing transporter with a fucking baby a fucking baby <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no literally yeah so like in it's a so called I would say the coup de grace the big action moment at the end of the movie it's two action scenes hunting side by side you have the aforementioned nuclear sub, which happens because of some convoluted reason. I would that put it up there with probably Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, you know, like the battle for the Death Star and the battle in the Death Star with Luke and like uh, Darth Vader. Like, oh, there's all these things happening at the same time. Yeah, so you have <laughs> the big chase scene between... I'm lying, of course. <laughs> yeah, with all the uh, people on the she eyes being chased Jason by... is a fucking <coughs> idiot. He throws a Lamborghini on, on a ice. sheet of ice. <laughs> and, How is that going to work? And that's the only time they pay any attention to the physical and they say oh yeah Lambos aren't designed to race on this so it, get, it sinks so he didn't even slap on snow tires you know I mean, did he? no no, he, no, he, no he didn't. because he spins out and they're like oh wait we can't kill him off now he gains traction again <laughs> why not but yeah they have that scene and then it becomes under siege on a plane mm-hmm. where you have mm-hmm. the, shout out to the 90s because you know, not only do we get Jason Statham we get Luke fucking Shaw his brother who was the bad guy from see, from film six from film yes I almost said episode six because it feels like a TV show now yeah. do, you, do you know why they've all kind of like, I mean it's a big heel turn for Dominic Toretto but it's also a reverse heel turn a face turn for the a face turn for the Decker in, for the whatever they're called here, here's my theory yeah their, their, their white boy quota with the loss of Paul Walker you're kind of they need a white boy they need a white boy they and need a white yeah but I'm not sure if it's gonna and be I think, I think two Englishmen equals one American <laughs> do you think this, do you think this <laughs> film actually lost the state you know you know, Lost the sting no, 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 no I think actually they feel relieved that they've gotten rid of 
I mean, you know, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Himself, yeah. you, are, you, are, you might be sorely missed by some people. I'm not that attached. Shout out Sorry. to the ending of part seven. You know, the montage. That's another good reason why this film is good. There's no piece of shit, crappy tribute song at the end. Mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> okay, That's I just Tom's I, I zipping ju- off the mic. <laughs> no, 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 That's just one thing I want to say. This movie hurt my brain, but it hurt my brain in a way that felt so good. It's like it's, junk food, you know what I mean? It it's is. Like, this is what. It's, it's ex- so bad for me. <laughs> this is what Expendables should have been. Exactly, yes. Yeah. This is where Expendables was lazy and played to stereotypes. This was just like... They played to the star power. That's a problem with yeah, Expendables. Where, mm. where they had Schwarzenegger and Willis trading their famous lines. Like, fuck you. This yeah. isn't clever. Do something else. But, you yeah. know? but those fuckers are old. Like, you got these young guys. Okay, not only really young, but, you know, I would say, yeah, this is... The Expendables is more or less like, oh, you know, like one more for the road, you know, like put the band back together. Let's get all the old guys out again, right? Yeah. Whereas, but it's too lazy though. Uh, extremely, especially after part two with the CGI blood and everything. Uh, but Fast and the Furious, I would say it is, I wouldn't, well, it's not self-aware, but it knows that, you know, we just got to keep topping ourselves. Yeah. So yeah and balls to the wall, literally. Fuck it. Let's just go for it. There's not... Well, there's a lot of really stupid scenes, like the beginning where he wins a drag race and then all these kids appear out of nowhere and hug him. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? He's the hero of our people. Yeah. He, he beat this ass in a race. He beat, he beat the, the guy in a race in reverse <laughs> with a car on fire. Thank you, glorious gringo, I think. I'm not quite sure what you are. You're Vin Diesel. No, but I would say, like, but, yo, hey. An actual street race scene in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it's we, been a while. We, we, <laughs> that's still back in the first three films. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm just going to try and wrap it up because I could just talk about bits here and there. Which no, I no, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Last King fans want to know how we really feel about the Fast yeah, and Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your final rating, guys? My final rating. Final rating. My, uh, I'll just say. I haven't that. even gone off on this fucking movie. No, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say right now, it was a ten for me. Okay. 10 upon 10? It was a 10 upon 10. In, in just sheer entertainment Just value? because it was so fucking glorious. I mean, I mean, Power Rangers kind of got there when they just said, fuck it, we're just going to go mad. But the problem with Power Rangers is because it has all those heavy-handed Yeah, where it has those things. dark, tonally weird moments. And here's just like, that. Which yes. kinda, yeah. uh, you want a tank? We got a tank. You want Jason Statham being a badass? We got that. We want Dwayne Johnson being a superhero? We got that. You want to have... You know, self-driving cars acting like the zombies from World War Z. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> no, I would say one thing. Right, I mean, besides the terrible acting and the over-the-top stunts, uh, and the terrible acting again, you know, but yo, the spectacle. I would say just what I enjoyed about this movie the most was like. How dumb can this get? You know, you're constantly asking yourself that. And then it answers the question. And then it answers the question. Not only does it answer the que- uh, question, it blows away whatever expectation you have. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, it, when you think, okay, you can't possibly stop. Oh, 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 you ha- oh you're going to do this? Okay, fine, I mean, sure. Going off of what uh, Tom said, right? Like that scene where like, all these cars get hacked. Okay, bunny ears in there. <laughs> yeah. They hack cars, not just one car. I mean, I even love the way uh, Charlize uh, Theron barks out the command. Is like... Uh, Oh, find every vehicle that you can hack in this area. There's a thousand of them. Hack them all! And like, Asian hacker just types faster. <laughs> that means he's hacking more? No, 
And then, and then she shunts him off and she starts typing faster as well. So yes, okay, sure. Like, that's how you hack. And, like, I love the fact that in all these movies, I mean, it's 2017. I love it when these hackers are typing on the screen and nothing appears on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you no, know, what are you typing? What, so what, are, you, what are you doing? Or the scene where, um, what's her face? Um, Which one? Miss Sunday from Game of Thrones and Luna oh, Press. The, the good hacker. Yeah, Ramsey. She has such a stupid. Uh, remember that whole thing where it's like, who's that? That's Cipher. Who's Cipher? She's like, we thought she was an organization, or but it's actually just one person. And like, oh, anonymous is like, you know, even afraid of her. Like, it's like you have okay. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this? God. <laughs> damn. Someone who has no idea what technology. Oh, because is. you know, when you think of hackers, you think of anonymous. And if she's better than anonymous, she has to be the best hacker. And then that immediately, like, okay, here's the Are thing. Are they trying to go for the whole '90s kind of? No, bro, you will like, trip you on shit. all the logic holes this movie has. And it's, it's like, it's like when you said that, you say that. Anonymous can't hold a candle to her, but you know who she is. <laughs> if yeah, she was the best hacker in the world, you wouldn't know who she was. <laughs> you know, I mean, like even so, like and how they punctuate that scene where like, like okay, we can use the god's eye and we can try and track uh, Dominic Toretto. Oh, where is he? He's where right is, here. They're right here, and she appears because like, she's an amazing hacker, apparently. Yeah, but you know. To be fair, it was just another reason for Kurt Russell to shine. <laughs> Oh yes, that's a cameo, right? As Mr. Nobody. As Mr. Nobody, and you can tell he is enjoying himself so damn much because he knows he doesn't have to do anything. There's no action scenes. Dude, he doesn't. All have... of them don't have to do anything. Yeah, but he he's just got this big shit-eating grin the entire time, and that's not acting. That's the actual Kurt Russell going. I'm enjoying myself so much. I just have to drink a beer. I just say, "Oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, you need to do I this." Mean, between this movie and the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two, he's set for life. Oh, absolutely. That and all his John Carpenter movie, like you know, residuals from back in the eighties. Oh yeah. He doesn't need to work ever again. And you know, it's fine. I'm I like it when I watch people enjoy themselves. I, I do kinda, too, yeah. When I when I see people enjoying what they're doing, if it's as long as it's not really obnoxious, it's like. Okay, sure, I can be along with this ride because I can tell this is just you having fun. And it's great. Be paid to do what you love. Alright, so going back to what Shafiq said a while ago, where he said, Yeah, how much further can the Fast and the Furious series go on to? <laughs> we want to actually, let's just cap this off with another segment that we just came up came up with our heads and in our heads. And it's this, called And Then. And yeah, Then. Okay, now the, the rule of this game, you know, is basically we are going to pitch. Fast and the Furious Part 9 and not only are we going to pitch Part 9 we are going to ramp it up to the ridiculous levels that you guys expect from the three of us <laughs> and like how this game plays is pretty simple everybody starts with a premise or a concept or a sentence and then the other guys can interrupt but to interrupt you have to shout and then <laughs> that's about it alright so who's going to start well of course Mr. Toffee is going to start alright okay. alright Okay, so like, oh, like by the way, my rating for Fast and the Furious 8. <laughs> 8. <laughs> How about that? 8. 8 upon 100. 8 upon 100? God uh, damn it. <laughs> Alright. Just for the baby scene, I guess. The baby I'm, scene was yeah. fantastic. I'm just loading up some things so I actually remember these and I mean, names. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I mean. Alright, so to start off, dumb. Dom Toretto. Yes, okay. Dom Toretto Dom. has to 
shit. Can we do voices too? No, no, no. no. That's, <laughs> that's stretching our abilities ever so slightly. I just want to play. Gum got a call from NASA. NASA. And then he has to go <laughs> to Saturn. <laughs> no, and then and then uh, he gets a, a, a visit in the middle of the night from the ghost of Paul Walker and tells him that, uh, Dom, we need you to uh, beat the aliens in a space race on Saturn. And like uh, you have to bring the entire team with you because uh, they have a team of Saturnians, Saturnese, Saturnese, Saturnians, and then they do a drift race on the rings of Saturn. The rings of Saturn, yes, yeah. They How many times? Nine times. Nine, nine times, days. obviously. Because <laughs> nine times, yes, yes. And then, and then, uh, and then Tyrese turns up in a Lamborghini because a fucking course. Of course. And then, uh, wait, no. But what they don't realize is that the evil leader of the Saturnians is uh, none other than Cypher from Fast and the Furious 8. She's come back for revenge. She's, She's actually an alien. And then her and dad then came in and the dad is actually Michael Caine. Michael Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah. In that same uh, accent, yes. You know, and then like, and then he'll have a line where he'll say, uh, I've never felt this f- uh, ha- happy since the Italian joke. <laughs> You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> and then, and just, then? <laughs> just when they think everything is sorted out, they've won the race, they've defeated Saturnians, Cthulhu rises <laughs> from middle of nowhere, played by Academy Award winning actress Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne! And then, and then, but what they don't realize is Cthulhu has this uh, illegal d- uh, drug operation ring. Yeah, and then, like, they have to stop that also. And then the government wants, like, Dom <laughs> and uh, the ghost of Paul Walker and also uh, R2D2 to uh, like you know not only stop the drug ring but they also have to win the race <laughs> and then uh, and then, and then uh, uh, Will Smith shows up because yeah we need more funny black guys in this that's movie a, that's a, okay that's and then, part 10 coming in no 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 we're setting up sequel at the same time yeah c- correct yeah and then and, and then and then it turns out Will Smith is actually a representative from hell and he says we need your help breaking out Paul Walker from prison because it turns out he didn't go to heaven oh no he went to hell so they have to go to hell and beat Satan in a drag race. Because and then and then because the, the Paul Walker ghost is not the real Paul Walker. He's evil Paul Walker. He's, he's not lost to he's, he's John Walker. He's Johnny Walker. And then like and then and then the rock the rock has to fight Jason Statham in an arm wrestling competition for supremacy of the the Saturn uh, city of Saturnia. And then and, then, and, and Mars then, as well. And Mars too. And then they go fucking super Saiyan. Yeah. And, and then they start fighting on the fields of Mars. And for the first time ever, Dom has hair popping up. All the yellow hair popping up from his balls. Now we're just going weird, man. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then uh, Superman comes. <laughs> Played by Henry Cavill, you know. And, and then Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill is a Superman and he's got, because he's the first son of Krypton and then, and then like he tells them like, oh, you're, you're not allowed to race here. Okay, whenever that signal goes in the sky, just stop. Because and then only I'm allowed to race. And then Bruce Wayne, played by Academy Award-winning actor Jennifer Lawrence, turns up and says, "Fuck you! They can do what they want." And then they fight again. And then and then the Lamborghini crashes. Tony is still racing. This is just the first act. <laughs> See, what we're trying to prove here is that no Fast and Furious movie has to make sense. Literally, boys and girls, fans of the Last King podcast, if you ever wonder how they put movies like this together, it's just literally three assholes in the It's just this. Coming up with ideas. It's just this, but with and a coke. mountain of cocaine. <laughs> 
All we have is a, like a bowl of coke. <laughs> it's not the yeah. same. Well, Hollywood, give us a call. You know where we are. Yes, we have the best Fast and the Furious 9 pitch ready to go. You know, that was just a taste. That was just act one. You still haven't heard what happens to Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Or, oh my or God. Chris Bridges. Yeah. Or, or Gal Gadot comes back. She's Wonder Woman and the Brazilian woman. Yes. And then, In one. And we then, actually have a cameo from Ian McKellen, but we're going to spoil it. And then Han comes back. And he's an angel because he's a good guy. Because he's Asian. Yes. <laughs> and with that, I think we can wrap up this segment. Yeah, before we get too excited. And then, and then we finally... Okay, shut up. Shut up. Okay, so don't forget to check us out on our site on thelasting.net. Mm-hmm. You can also check us out on our social media feeds on Facebook, slash Podcast, Twitter, at Podcast, and, and Instagram. At Lasting Podcast. But also, we have a very special time where we can meet one of the Last King in person. Yes. We don't know who. Do we actually reveal it? Yes. Why not? I'll be coming down to the Pinoy Game Festival just to take a look. To our fans in the Philippines, have a chance to stand side by side with Mr. Toffee. So the event is actually (laughs) happening from the 28th to the 30th. Where? Of uh, April. Where's the location, sir? Uh, You can actually check out the Facebook site because... I don't have it on my head in my head right now. What? Undisclosed locations? Yes. No, no, no. They actually did announce. It's a secret black site. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious Part Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say Asia Mall, but I could be wrong. So. Okay, okay. Uh, but, but you can check out the Facebook page, Pinoy Game Festival. Or they okay. can follow you on Twitter for like, you know, your updates. Yeah, know? I will definitely put on the message. I put up like all the updates, everything. So to on my Twitter feed f- and on the Last King Twitter feed as well. Definitely. So to all our fans in the Philippines, hey, you know, you get to touch one of us. But this one's not the one. He's not like coffee. You know, haters what I hate, so yep, back yep. the fuck off he. Of <laughs> him. Of him. Shout out to and our last episode where we. <laughs> we tried to rap. Where <laughs> I almost forgot. Our SoundCloud site. Yes. We have a SoundCloud. Of course. The Lasting Podcast. There you yeah. go. And with that, this is Mr. Toffee signing out. This is Racer Shopping. <laughs> almost signing out. Yeah, okay, now signing out. And this is Eccentric Tom desperately trying to end proceedings because we've gone far too long. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, signing out. out.